0: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio
1: app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating.
2: I got a big heart. And I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.
3: This is the story of how a group of people brought music back to Afghanistan by creating their own version
4: of American Idol. The joy they brought to the nation.
1: You're
5: free completely. No one is there to destroy you.
4: The danger they endured.
6: They said my head should be cut off.
4: I'm John Legend. Listen to Afghan
3: Star starting May 15th on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
7: Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh,
8: yeah. Gonna get all.
7: Welcome to another episode of Will You Accept This Rose. My name is Arden Marine coming to you from my bougie garage in Los Angeles, California. Guys, we're, we're still here. We're doing it. Freaking hanging on, getting a little bit weirder. But uh, you know what? I had a reason to attempt to contour my face today. And when I say it's glamour day at Will You Accept This Rose, I am not exaggerating. Where to start? Where to start with my guests? Um, I'm going to start out with a gal. This is her third time with us, and we just – adore her. She is a freaking national treasure. She is a (laughs) beloved member of the Bachelor franchise. She's so beautiful and like funny and delightful but I think you all know her from Bachelor. You all know her from Bachelor in Paradise. You know her from Bachelor Winter Games. She hosts a podcast that I like to say is like the Harvard of the Bachelor podcast and we're like the junior community college of the Bachelor. (laughs) Uh, um, It's called Almost Famous with the Adore Ben Higgins is her co-host who we just love. I saw that on her Instagram recently that she is doing a thing with Amazon where she's like doing some picks, and I'm like, "Whoa, what is she picking? She had a cute $30 sweater on that I wanted. We just
9: adore <laughs> her
7: and she's married to one of the guys that we had on our last season who you all know and love, Mr. Jared. Ladies and gentlemen, Ashley Kinetic.
6: That was such a sweet intro. Thank you. I mean, you really you did your makeup today for me and I did not do mine for you. And now I feel bad about it. I'm just like a zit
7: face over here. No, you don't need that's the thing about you is like, you're you're a stunner and you don't need to. Oh well,
6: thank you. That's very sweet. My parents would tell you otherwise. They're the worst. They're like, "Why don't you go put some foundation on? I can't believe you Facetime with Lance today and you didn't wear makeup."
7: My mom was always trying to get me to add rouge, and I'm like, uh, "What is the word <laughs> rouge? Like when I picture add rouge, I just picture like almost like a football player of like the blacks of underneath, but like a maroon, a maroon stripe, yeah. like." <laughs>
8: yeah
3: into your hairline for sure yeah. i mean say hey, look we guys get it too from our moms my mom has been telling me to put highlights on my hair since i was 16 years old <laughs> that like, was your mom's idea oh yeah she's like you're too fair to have dark hair you're too fair <laughs> <Always>. <laughs> That's like, i
8: feel like with moms that had like blonde children they have to understand that like blonde kids grow up to have brunette half the time okay yeah so, like, yeah Lance has brown hair now. He's not a blondie. Dare I'm you. sorry.
9: You How dare hair.
7: you. John, the secret's it. Well, if you guys are like, wait a minute, hmm, I'm living under a rock. I can't figure out who that voice is. Let me just give you a little intro of the two gentlemen <laughs> oh, right, yeah. right
3: now. Oh yeah, we have been introduced.
7: <laughs> he uh, he is a founding member. Of instinct. Let's just start out with that. But he's perhaps best known as the like, the part of Brazen Moorhead on the finale episode of Insatiable. <laughs> the classic Brazen Moorhead. He also Doesn't. is developing. He know he used to host a podcast called the Daily the Daily Popcast, which I know is no longer. Right? Is that mm-hmm. correct? But uh, correct. But he also, he's trained to go to space and he's developing a movie, which I cannot wait to watch, which is such a great idea. It's the NSYNC movie about two fans who won all this money on Price is Right and then spent their money, their winnings, going on tour following NSYNC, which is a real story. And Rachel Bloom is writing it. I'm like dying. Ladies and gentlemen, our second guest, Lance Bass. Oh, hello. Hello.
9: Hey.
7: Well, most importantly, we were supposed to do Amazing Race this year.
6: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember you guys talking about this a year ago. I cannot yeah. believe it's been a year. I'm mind boggled. As weird as this year and sad and horrible as it has been in, in ways, did it not go by incredibly fast? It
3: started slow but ended real fast. Yes,
7: it's weird. Like, you guys were like the. I feel like this was like a year ago. We were in this garage talking about Team Razzle Dazzle and me having to wear a diaper around the world. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Even just to come in eighth. (laughs) 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 Also with us today. When I say this is a sexy power couple, uh, watch out, Jay Z and Beyonce. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Who are they? Who, are, excuse, who? Who? Uh, I'm not familiar who? with them. Um, he is a painter of the most amazing paintings that you can buy. You can also buy uh, scarves with I him. That's like, great. Right. Um, ladies and gentlemen, he and Lance Best have fallen in love. <laughs> and they're married. Uh, Michael Turchin, you can go to michaelterchenart.com to get yourself some artwork. Welcome yeah. to the podcast, Michael. Woohoo!
3: You, Michael. Ups.
7: Were you guys secretly relieved we didn't have to do Amazing Race? Like, were you kind of happy that the pandemic happened so we didn't have to go jump, like, like you know, eat things? No,
3: I was totally disappointed because, I mean, that's the one show that I would actually do, and I, I mean, think I would be kind of good at it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. And it was just, like, the perfect timing, too, because if, if the pandemic didn't happen, it was – It was like my only couple of months that I could really have done it. So it was the perfect timing.
7: I blocked it out. And I still jog and I bought a weight, like a weight thing to jog with for training (laughs) that I'm going to have to pull back out because I've atrophied everything. (laughs) But I'm going to trust it. So is everybody else. Also with us today, our producers, Katie Levine and Dr. Anna Tana Banana. Hello, guys. Let's get into it. What an episode. Overall, how are we feeling about Matt James? Ashley, I how are I know that Jared loves Matt James. Does he still love Matt James? Yes.
6: I mean, we're obsessed with him. That guy like everything he says is perfect and it's not like he's it's not like he's like trying to say the perfect thing. He just naturally feels the the perfect thing. He's right?
7: Like, he he's like a he's a legitimately incredibly handsome man who also appears to be like an incredibly nice person yeah we had him on our podcast today and i was like you have
6: like all the qualifications to be a total player if you want to be yes but you seem to not have a player bone in your body that makes no, me no. And, in per- and, nice. in per- and in person it felt like that you know on zoom oh. like that Oh, I met him when I met him on the episode that I was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. legit like got like emotional describing how wonderful he was after the fact because <laughs> yeah. I had like my doubts because like, you yes. know, all we saw was him like kind of like being a frat boy yeah. in that quarantine crew house. Yes. And I'm right. like, I don't know this guy. And all I have to base my opinion on is these Instagrams and TikToks and then, when I met him,
7: I was like, oh my God, he's everything we've ever wanted in A Bachelor. I have to say, final question for you, Miss Ashley How was it being the voice oh God. of Chris Harrison Erotica? Horrendous. It was,
6: <laughs> it was, <laughs> I can't, I can't believe that I had to watch that back, that my family had to watch it back. They were like, Ashley, it wasn't that bad. Everybody would have been awkward. I'm like, I don't know. I never you cringe did. so hard. By the way,
7: myself. You did great. I couldn't believe how free all the young ladies were. Were they really as racy as they bleeped out to me? Was it as like people? Oh, yeah, it was worse. Oh, you don't
6: know. It was so much worse. Throughout the entire thing, I was like, I cannot believe. Like, they can't. They're not going to air anything. They're not going to be able to air any of this. And then we see with the bloop. The blooper the bloops. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah um they truly weren't able to really air anything but like you guys don't even know what victoria was saying <laughs> I like i don't think i, don't I can even know. say it I, I haven't said it on any of my podcasts and stuff because like they bleeped it out for a reason so i don't we know we can cut they-
7: it out let's cut it out right here just give us one thing <laughs> okay. we won't air it and we're back uh- <laughs> <laughs> I can just say for our listeners out there, it was really racy. I'm impressed that all these young ladies can be that articulate and free and in touch with like, like, yeah, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do. And I just think, wow, I just I don't have that in me.
6: I was actually super impressed by the way that they were able to write, like because a lot of them like had pretty cohesive, well-written stories. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And they did it in about an hour. And uh, a little tidbit that I will be able to say on on camera, on mic is that Katie like legit dry humped Matt and you didn't see it. Wow.
9: Yeah.
7: Wow. This is fascinating. All right. Michael and Lance, how are, I'll start with Lance. How are you feeling about, is the, is your household in unison about your feelings for Matt James? Are you a divided household?
3: We're, we're in unison. I think we We don't, I, it's, I, I thought I was going to grow to love him even more and more every episode, but it's not happening for me. I think he's a great bachelor very good-looking, but the more episodes go on, the more like, I don't it's, know, it's like, a, you know what? It's the opening eyes and kissing thing, I think. it. <laughs> I think that's because then I get like a creepy vibe now, and then I just see a dopey thing now. So it's like that's I think what really messed it up for me.
8: Yeah, I don't I don't think it's necessarily. I mean, that's weird, but the thing is, he's too nice and normal. That like every episode, it's like the same thing. He says the same thing over and over again to every woman, and I'm like, I don't know which ones he actually really likes because he literally says the same thing to every woman, and he's just too nice.
7: He does seem to be falling for a lot, and I know that yeah. I have bad taste, and I fear that I like—I need a little bit dirtier. Ashley, I saw your hand up. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I, I heard that he posted something like a TikTok or Instagram or something where he actually compared
6: his kissing with his eyes open to Justin Timberlake kissing with his eyes a, a little bit open. Do you feel like oh. Justin kisses like that?
3: <laughs> yes, uh, Liz. If he does. It's horrible. <laughs> 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 They're in the same boat <laughs> uh, You know
7: what, Anna Anna was the one that first noticed the kissing with the eyes open on our podcast and I didn't notice it until last week Anna, do you feel that his eyes were open last night?
2: He, yeah, I, you know honestly this I've stopped kind of watching when he's kissing because I feel like I'm really judgmental of how he kisses and I was like last night made an effort to be like I'm not going to judge his kissing anymore, everyone's on their own kissing adventure Like, I'm, <laughs> but it also feels like I I kinda glimpsed when he was kissing oh god, I forget who, but he like yeah, Kit where he's just like it's like
7: pet they they had a lot of they did not have an he I feel like he has chemistry with Michelle who we had the date with last week. Like he and Michelle Mm -hmm. actually have like kind of a sultry that's it only kind of hot. And but he and Kit it was like a, two guppies coming together. And I'm not saying that I'm not
10: a guppy. Katie Levine, you're leaning forward. I know you have an opinion about the kissing. Get it. I was going to say, did he have his eyes open when he was just like eating Piper's face? Because that was a different kiss. That was like different than anything we've seen. And I was so just like taken aback by it that I didn't mm-hmm. notice if he had his eyes open. It that's weird,
6: what i actually. thought anna was referring to You're because open. that was like the fieriest kiss i've seen throughout this entire mm-hmm. season and all he want, he like so badly wanted to escape the other women and just had like a pride which he thought was gonna be a yeah. private moment yeah. during that mm-hmm.
7: interview
3: and the eyes were definitely open they were were they open they were so he's yeah, the opposite
7: were. of i he should do eyes wide open the, yes. the, the sequel to eyes wide yes. <laughs> open oh <my God. laughs> Wait a minute. he did so not wide open, the Wait, they were open. They were open when he was yeah. kissing Piper. And, and who we never have seen him really speak to before. That was like, wait, no. Where was did straight. she come from? All right, here we go. We're starting at the beginning. And they are, they're all walking. And we're in the fall in Pennsylvania. And we see um, Victoria's walking with Kit. And she's like, I love the OJs. Our house was so great. Was so great. And the new people came here. And it's like, girls, I just, can't even with here i don't like don't even know like yeah it's been really hard i'm like what you're having a hard time have we even started the hazing process and then they're, they're like oh oh this is a new girl be cool be cool So <laughs> then they walk past some new girls we're like it's <laughs> really having a hard time we're really having a hard time and then they walk, they're like they're like they are so annoying i just can't stand her she's just disgusting (laughs) disgusting um so that's our intro to the episode that's sort of our little overture michael i see you having a reaction to that what did you think of that walk and talk with victoria and kit
8: um i think she needs to get some makeup tips from ashley as well because she always looks like it's she's just like ran through the street for two hours and like She's like sweaty and there's no makeup on her face at all. And I'm always like,
3: what are you what are you doing at this house? Yeah, she constantly looks like she just left the club at 3 AM. Yes. Oh, <laughs> well,
7: we, we and had it's her an op- We had Katie spot in like week two, and then we had an ophthalmologist listener actually confirm that one week where it was extra bad that she actually had like an infected sty in yeah. one of her eyes, which was bad.
8: But I it can, is- yes. Yes, because we were commenting. We're like, "What's what's wrong with her face?"
7: It's the first time we've had a villain that's not super sexy. Because you know we've had a Corinne, we've had uh, we've had a Crystal. Usually right. the guys like the, oh, yeah. the extra power of the villain is that when they're around the guys, are like, "Oh hello, like sexy baby," you know, and the girls like, "Fuck her, she's dead yeah. with us. and they're like, "She just needs to be protected." She's like, "Oops, I I brought my whipped cream." This one is just like just (laughs) rules the roost with her crown and her style. Ashley, talk to us. I feel like that is
6: why I keep getting asked this season more than any other uh, do the producers make them keep the villain for a couple weeks because usually there's like a reason that you could see the guy wanting to keep the girl around and I I feel, I'm not just, I'm not talking about like her not being always put
7: together but just like normally there's something very alluring about the villain. That's what gives them extra power. That's what yeah. even even and it reverses yes, there's, even on like The Bachelorette. That was true with Luke and Hannah B. She was attracted to him. You know, so like that it's like on yeah. in either gender, it's not just male to female or female to male. It's like usually the bad person in the house, regardless of gender, is also makes the lead super horny. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the lead wants yeah. to get to always. Him. Always. They want to get to fantasy suites. They want to put Always. on blinders through fantasy suites and then cut them before the end. Yeah, and, and then dump them. And then dump yeah. them. But but they're not – they want to yeah. – they have the chemical power and that's why this has been unusual. So they're walking and um, uh, so they're like, oh, you know, they're talking to like, well, something's been brought to Matt's attention um, because we all know the truth. And so Brittany goes and she talks to Matt. And she's super upset. She's like, "It's been a really hard week, you know." Um, and meanwhile, Anna and MK or MJ, our sweet little MJ, has become a villain. <laughs> she's gone to the dark side. She's like, Anna's yeah. like, "I don't give a fuck." Like, yeah, okay, I wasn't my best self like multiple times, but still, like, I don't give a fuck. And like, and then um, MJ's like, "Yeah, you did the right thing. Like, you had to tell everybody." So, Katie, how are we all feeling about Katie, who's being like the moral compass of the house, but like doesn't stop? Um, Michael, yes. I see you nodding your head. What, what is your feeling about who? Who? I never thought the gal that came in aggressively with the dildo was going to be the one that was going to be like the moral. The moral. I know. What she
8: literally like has thrown me through a loop. You know, I, I I respect that. You know, she's what she's doing. Like she's yeah. standing up for the underdog, but it seems like that's the only thing she does. Like just you need to focus on yourself and him. Like he's not gonna want to. Like you're just like little tail. I mean, it's good that you're tattling because they're biatches. But like, what else are you doing on the show?
7: It feels like that in general on any season. If you're the person that becomes the I got your back, like yes. you're immediately friend zoning yourself. If you're the sort of little like the tattle. I mean, Ashley, you you know on the ins and the outs. Can you think of anybody that even made it to Fantasy Suites that was the house tattle? No, not at all. She definitely mm-hmm. comes across better
6: than your average tattletale. Yeah, I think she means well, and she's not like trying to get ahead by doing it. Yeah, yeah. I but I uh, I think that she might cross the line if she does it again. And it looks like she might do that again next week because Serena C ends up calling her the arson in the scenes (laughs) from the next episode. And I'm like, yeah, if you do it again, maybe you are the arson.
11: Yeah, (laughs) a little bit.
7: I agree with you because, you know, this was a really mean group of ladies to the new people unnecessarily. Like they came in and there it's like, okay, we get it. You've been there for four more days. Like, all right. All right. At at this point you you can be weird the first night. Like, but now you got to just get over it. Like this is the name of the game. And, Mm -hmm. and, and they have been really mean. And I do, I do respect that she called them out, but I agree with you. If she continues doing it, it's like, yeah,
3: I think the difference is this is the first time that the tattletale has been so stoic with her personality. yes yeah
8: and it's not been about her she's just been speaking up for other people it's not even like anyone's saying anything to her but she's speaking up for them my
6: favorite my favorite katie my favorite katie moment so far was when she sat with victoria alone and victoria was like can i have an apology for that and she's like i will not give you an apology it was an amazing scene that was the katie that got us all reeled in
7: Yes. I respect how – there was like – there was one side of Victoria – when Victoria wasn't at a 15, when Victoria was like at a three, there were times when I did it because it's so – I'm such a people pleaser that to witness somebody going – you know, you said you didn't relate to me. Like, that is correct. I don't relate to you. Like, there was something about her shutting things down and, like, when she wasn't so extra that was like, wow, I don't have any of that wiring. But but her meanness just was awful to watch. Awful. Yeah.
10: Well, she's okay. the loser.
7: So here comes Matt. And Matt, Matt comes in. And Matt really is a... Decent guy. He walks in and he goes, I've been told – I was told last night. Now I'm sure the producers made him add this little – like, what do you mean you were – who told you? You know, like somebody came and told me last night that it's a toxic environment. It's a culture of bullying and there's rumors floating around. And somebody told me that if you have to belittle someone else that you can shine, those are not the qualities I'm looking for in my wife. And Anna's like, "Ah, wow. And he's like, Brittany, can I talk to you for a second? And then you just Uh. – But I felt for – I didn't feel for Anna because she deserved to get called out because what she did was awful. I'm looking at her hairdo and her, like, her I Dream a Genie ponytail but with the front slicked down, and I think (laughs) I would still make that error. (laughs) I I felt for her hair error. (laughs) Ashley, did you have any hairstyles you regretted when you were in the house? No, not hairstyles, I don't think. That's good. Yeah. Um, Lance, what would you wear the first night if you were getting out of the limo?
3: <laughs> oh i'd have to do some kind of really stupid astronaut joke oh, sure. Super sure. slowly walking out like in zero g yeah
10: actually <laughs> what did like, you girl were- you're out of
3: this world
7: actually <laughs> what was your first night outfit and did you oh, have a gimmick
6: i was obsessed with my dress uh no i let my dress speak for itself i was a classy lady i was the coolest I ever was on the show with my exit and it was all downhill from there. What did what 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 did your dress There's look no like? No gimmick. Oh <laughs> I had no gimmick, but my dress was it was um mermaid style, which I'm not a fan of for weddings, but really a fan of uh for cocktail hours. Oh, this, <laughs> so lovely. it was just really body con until the the, the bottom and it was black and nude. And
7: lacey. I gotta look it up. I always say that I know I would panic and make an error, and I know I would go like hot pink, and that I know I would do like a mullet thing where I'd be like, I wanna show off my legs, (laughs) but I also want it to be formal. I know I would have like really short in the front, really long in the back, and like some stupidly bright color, and it would be so dated within like three days. So then so then so then um Anna is now talking. She's like, I said something completely out of my character. She's panicking while Brittany and Matt go talk. She's like, I said something completely out of my character. So Brittany goes to him, she's like, Anna came up to me to apologize, and she told everyone that I was an escort. And my mom watches the show and I didn't sign up to be bullied. And then Matt, which is I mean, like, that's a really we said this last week, like that's a really terrible thing to say. On primetime ABC, and we were also saying last week. Yes. Even if she was an escort, who cares? Like that's not your. Like there's nothing wrong with that, and like it's not your place to spread that. Like like regard like and and it's extra bad if it's not true. Like all of that is this is regardless none of this information is yours to tell mm-hmm. and. Matt was so elegant. He said, I am so sorry. I have to create a comfortable environment and I want to be able to share these burdens with you. He says stuff like he is consistently elegant. I know. Ashley, take it. Did you love this conversation? Yes. I
6: love this conversation because he was like, you're not a bad person. Mm -hmm. Um, We all have made mistakes like this. I have. And it sucks for a while. And then you learn from them. He was able to be like warm and have grace. and still be able to dump her.
7: (laughs) Yes, yes. When he was talking to Anna, yes, yes. Yeah, he was definitely clear. He
6: wasn't like, I don't, he wasn't like, I don't like you. It's just like, this is going to be a learning lesson for you and you are going to go home, but it was fine. And I like the fact that she like took complete blame for everything. She knew that she made the mistake. She wasn't trying to point fingers, which is completely the opposite of Victoria's elimination, which we'll talk about in a little bit.
10: Yeah, he
7: he did say, like, I have a responsibility to all the women in my house and myself to not let this be okay. And she did. She took the hit. Lance, what did you think of that exit with Anna's exit?
3: Um, I mean, it, to me, it was as class as you could get. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, But, yeah, I mean, I knew from day one that he was just not into her. So that was yeah. a e- very easy for him to be like, all right, this is a lesson learned. We'll see not you later. Not a lot of blondes left. So he was-
7: it seems like Kit's the only blonde left. Is that right?
3: Hmm. Yeah, 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 he's not. Well, way. there's
8: MJ.
7: So I guess I shouldn't I shouldn't, uh, oh, I MJ. shouldn't try to. Oh, yeah. MJ. MJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> OK, so. So then um let's see. Then all the girls are running around. Anybody who's been mean is manically running around and apologizing at the cocktail party. So Kit Kit goes up to somebody and she goes, I apologize if I haven't been more open. Like everybody, everybody's apologizing. Victoria says, I'm sorry that I took your crown. I was just being silly, not malicious. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then Victoria said to Brittany, I don't think you were treated fairly. Like it was just the manic – Somebody gets canceled and they go on Instagram Live and they just start
9: yes.
7: a tour of like mm-hmm. person to person. Did you enjoy – Michael, did you enjoy watching the, the manic apology tour of the uh, cocktail party?
8: Oh my god! It was yes, it was hilarious. But expect, all of them were like, "Oh, we're just having fun with our girlfriends. Oh, we're just <laughs> jokey, jokey. We love each other. Girl power!" And I'm like,
3: "What? Wait,
8: wh- what are you saying? Like, they're they're not three year old. They're aware of what you said." <laughs> yeah.
7: I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give him his best his his uh, Matt James the best line of the night was when Ryan the dancer was goes and talks to him, and she's like, yes. "Look." When I met Victoria and I told her that I was a dancer, to my face, she called me a hoe. And uh, that, you know, and she was upset. She was like, you know, when, when that's a hard word to hear. Um, and the only reason to say that is to be really toxic to somebody. And then meanwhile, Victoria's going around going, I'm always playful. I'm never malicious. Um, <laughs> um, and then when and, – and then so like she's talking to all the girls and she's like, you know, it really pissed me off. Like, fuck off. I literally was it was going amazing. I literally am like the only woman for him and then he pulls her aside and he's like "Um, Ryan said that you called her a hoe. She's like yeah but that was taken out of context and he's like (laughs) In what context? That was like the ultimate – like she heard that on TV somewhere yes. and what was that
6: line? Dude,
7: I, mean, I, still love, well, she, I love that she was, stole $250 of cosmetics from a Publix in Tallahassee. Let's just, yes. keep, that. Let's just keep that going. <laughs> By the way, that's my girl. That's a lot of makeup. Um, <laughs> And then she's like, so in what context? It's like, well, I mean, he just – to me, that was – he, he kept his cool and he said yeah. in what context – and then the producers and then he also dropped when Katie told me last night. So you yes. could see her and be like, it's fucking Katie. Like I was waiting for the Katie Victoria. Lance, how much did you enjoy the whole the whole conversation with Matt James?
3: <laughs> I mean, I thought it was great. I mean he the thing with with him is I think he is always just really scared like i to me <laughs> half the time i thought it was a boring person but i think it's because he's just so fucking scared of being on that show and like it's it's coming across as just like like, like yeah like uh, uh. i
7: think you're right that's yeah great.
3: but he's like he's almost he's really- gonna throw up every scene he's like Mm-mm. yeah <laughs> You're right. He's
7: never been on TV before. He's the first Black Bachelor. Like, yes. The world was not nice to Rachel. Let's be real. Like no. he's never been through the system. Just like in general, he's never been put through the machine. And now he's so handsome that these women legitimately want to win him. And that, yeah. that and it's a pandemic. Like we've all been isolated except for him because he's been in his hot bubble of workouts. But still, <laughs> Ashley, I do you find him. Uh, do you enjoy his terror? Oh, yeah.
6: That's what I love about him. That's I, one of the reasons I find him so endearing is because I truly think he doesn't think that he's on an elevated playing field than the girls, which is nice. Because even if you go back to that conversation he had with Sarah, he was like, I want to know what I can do to prove to you that I'm worthy of your heart. Like he really this is like equal for him. This yes. is not like the girls trying to win him. It's It's a two way street.
7: Well, I enjoyed – so Victoria bursts into tears and she leaves and boy, do we get a lot of tweets. So many amazing tweets about her ill-fitting bra. Um, (coughs) So she storms off and we'll get to her bra in a second. She storms off in tears and she goes, I'm missing something here. I make –
11: I make the house toxic? That is completely – Fucked! That's fucking
7: crazy! And I know that there's no truth to that. Fuck you, Katie! (laughs) Katie's not here for him. Fucking loser! (laughs) And then she's in the ladies' room, and she's crying outside. And she's like, Ryan, she's the shadiest bitch. Literally, there is no one here besides me. I am literally the best option for him. I am the only one with a working fucking something in this room. And she's like (laughs) hyperventilating. (laughs) <laughs> this is like this is actually like I'm the most hardworking, honest generous kind-hearted fun loyal I am like the most loyal I'm not fake is this an actual quote still Yes. How do you guys write this out I wouldn't I don't even think of this this is yes. all her I honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay <laughs> and not all the facts in a situation so goodbye max. <laughs> No, she's truly he, delusional. Like, we, is, we reserve that word. You know, we don't <laughs> I, throw that around. No. She's delusional. He is yes. not my king. Truly. I am still a queen. Matt is a jester. The fact that he chose Katie's a fucking joke over me. Yeah, Matt. I feel sorry for you. I am never going to date a Matt again. That hurt my handwriting it out. Can I just. <laughs> and
8: she's <laughs> literally going to die. I'm yeah, literally going to die.
7: All right. <laughs> Did you enjoy watching that rant, Lance Bass?
3: <laughs> of course. I mean, Psychotic's always good for a television show. <laughs> um, with her, and I, this is me always feeling bad for every single person, but when I see characters like that, I, I tell myself, there's no way this is real. This was completely set up by producers. It's an actor that's just really trying to get in there, and, like make the storyline go. And it just makes me feel better about Myself when
9: I I
7: don't think she's a waboom though. I don't I think the mugshot (laughs) from the Tallahassee Publix
9: (laughs) True. Yeah.
7: (laughs) I think think when we see the Tallahassee Publix and there's like old Instagram shots of her being like the bow down to the Queen, I think Mm -hmm. this narrative has been a a lifetime in the making. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I
3: just wanna know like where Where do you? How do you become that way? Like, I want to see your family situation. I want to see your friends. Like, she's how? She's like the
8: New York, the Tiffany Pollard of her season. Like, she is New York. Like, it's this delusional, grandiose uh, narcissism, which I think she was just born with.
7: I, I know we, she's from the Valley, right? Is she from Calabasas? Is that right, Anna? Oh, you I found think it something out. Like that. I
2: believe she's from Fort Lauderdale. Oh, right? oh, oh yeah. that makes I guess, sense. I
7: guess if it was public, she stuff. lives in LA now. Yeah. Um, I will say, speaking of New York, somebody tweeted at us last night that they hope the upcoming senior edition of The Bachelor includes uh, Real Housewives of New York uh, Sonia Morgan as a character. It <laughs> would be an amazing contestant.
8: She ah. needs to be the new Bachelorette. She would be incredible. She's she would fun be amazing.
7: Let's talk about the bra because it really struck a it really struck a chord with our listeners. <laughs> I was so busy writing it out that I always had the more the like the audio like that I didn't so I had to go back and rewatch when I got like forty tweets about her bra. So it was she was sort of popping out in the front, and then when you round the back, there's like. Now, I say this as a, I'm a gal that's oh, – I was flat chested and then my boobs exploded in a way that was real and heavy and requiring like rigs and pulleys. Like I've never been able – since I was in like ninth grade, I've never been able to go like just free and like a little silk dress. Like that's just not my – so I understand having to need support. But there's a thing like topstick and like you, you want to get the right undergarment or just don't pick that kind of dress. Yes. Ashley, I you're a gal. What did you think of the what do you what do you make of the bra situation? Well, when she first exposed her bra, I think <laughs> episode two, mm-hmm.
6: I was that's that's when I really started considering her being an actress. Because right. you can be an over the top narcissist and still know the uh, social norms to wearing pace or a strapless. Right.
7: But yeah. If she was an actress, wouldn't she know the right undergarment? No, see, I think because like if she was an actress,
6: then like they would have want they would have suggested her to wear something very silly.
7: So let me ask you this: Do you guys think she's real or fake? Now I think she's real. I, do. I
6: don't know where. Like I don't have. I can't pinpoint like the proof of
7: her being real to me. I but, feel like, like public Tahassi to me. The mug Yeah, song. it could yeah. be that. It could be that. Anna, do you think she's real? Um, I think she's yeah, I think she's a real
2: human being in this. Now more than ever, after four years of Trump, she's definitely a real human being that exists. For sure. I do want to say there was one moment when she after she got rejected by Matt, and she walks up to him and tells him she he didn't believe the facts or whatever. When he's just staring down at her, there is a second that it looks like he thinks he might have to fight Victoria. (laughs) She's so aggressive in that moment. Like, you can almost see it in his face where he's like, is she going to? hit me like it was so intense and i for a second was like is she gonna attack matt because she has that energy i I don't know i don't trust her
7: well it's weird like at a rose ceremony like she gets called all these other and by the way this group of women is so stunning the women that are exiting now are all like 11s out of 10 like Mm -hmm. 11 after 11 i'm like we've never even seen you talk and like you're getting caught like these are the best looking women and like this is (laughs) Really a major – people want Matt. And so they all graciously went and was like, oh, I hope you found what you're looking for. And then there's like the silence and there's the slow walk up. And it was this the opening line of I honestly feel so – it's like – it was like she's watched too many Judge Judys. Like I honestly feel so sorry for you that you would listen to hearsay. Like that
6: opening line. See, she gets all her lines from TV, out of context hearsay.
7: It also felt like she's like the wild card that would like, no, you know what, Judge, I'm going to represent myself.
8: she won yes for sure I <laughs>
7: wouldn't be surprised if she walked up like with like a clicking sound and they panned down there's like a giant ankle monitor like on her ankle that she's like under house arrest just like an ankle <laughs> monitor like your honor I am so sorry for
10: you that you would
7: listen to hearsay not all the facts about a situation why don't we take a break and we'll come back <laughs> Bachelor Village. The money it for the gram followers Bean
0: dad, the dress 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And Hey, I do too. 16th minute of fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating
5: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
7: podcasts. That's right. And here we're back. So we've lost Victoria, and uh, and she's also as she's driving off, she goes. The whole house is going to feel like shit now that I'm gone. I brought so many people joy. I'm never dating another Matt again as long as I live. Ever. I hate that name now. Do we? In- I mean, that's a great exit.
8: It's so
3: good. <laughs>
7: She's obviously going to be on Paradise.
3: Oh, she better be on Paradise. (laughs) She's going to be on Paradise.
7: That's why they
3: kept her so long. She's on Paradise, for
7: sure. sure. So in comes Chris Harrison. It's raining. He's got his cute dad sweater on. He rolls in. He's like, (laughs) things are changing dramatically this week. I couldn't figure out now after the fact what that means. I guess it's just that they were at the halfway mark. I don't know. But anyway... So Rachel got the one-on-one and she was like, oh, oh my God, I'm so excited. Um, And a man in a black shirt and black pants and a white gloves comes in and goes, I'm looking for Miss Rachel.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know, creepy. It was so weird. (laughs) Can
7: I please have your spleen? (laughs) (laughs) So then she went and got into this Rolls Royce and – and they go and do, like, a pretty woman montage of, like, I'm going to spoil you. And he, and I noticed that she didn't have shoes. She kept complaining, like, I could really use some shoes. Yeah. I could really use some shoes. And then out came – um this red dress and he was like that is hands down my favorite and then he's like but i think you could use they put her in like a really clunky ill-fitting black slide kind of like half chunky half yeah. heel and then they're like this doesn't fit a princess and then <laughs> out came out came like and then they were like be sure you get the." it's like the neil lane shot of like the bottom it was like so they yes. got the red, the red soles and she was like oh my god oh my god like i've never had a shoe that cost more than 40 dollars And then they had her walk back in Pretty woman style With like Do you own the shop? Okay (laughs) (laughs) big (laughs) mistake Huge Like she walks in With like two blue bags Two red bags Two black bags And she was like Oh my god Like in her red dress And then in comes the man In his black shirt And white clothes Like Miss Rachel There's another present for you Put on this ball gown And meet Matt in 10 And all the girls Start freaking the fuck out like trying to be happy for her this was psychological torture ashley how would you have reacted if you were not rachel sitting there stuck in the pen the Nemecolon estate watching this happen
6: do you remember i actually did react to this situation I don't know. Did did you watch my season? I came
7: on during – my first introduction to you was in Paris. So
6: you missed it. Uh, Jade, my best friend from the Bachelor franchise, got the Cinderella date. It was in promotion for the live-action Disney movie, Cinderella. Yes. And it was, like, all themed. And they even had fairy godmothers come into the Bachelor mansion and select this Mm -hmm. outfit for her. She had hair and makeup. And, well – I was truly very jealous. I was like, this was supposed to be my day. No, you I'm that- the one who thinks I'm a Disney princess. A blah, Disney blah, princess. Blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, didn't you see that on the second row ceremony I dressed up as Jasmine in the red outfit? Yeah. I was like, okay, so I like really but then like after I got over the initial hour of jealousy, I was like, okay, let's have fun with this. And me and one of the producers who is like my like creative little sidekick, we we did a little Cinderella at home. So that's cute. Yeah, like, I don't – I, like, ate corn on the cob. I was, like, pretending. Like, I put on my ball gown. I drank champagne. Like, I had a – what, at the moment, was a very self-aware Cinderella moment. Yes! Um, but but the audience, or at least half the audience, did not pick up on the fact that it was satire. Eh.
7: Right. But that, that's what I would do in this case as well. Um, Lance and Michael, how would you feel? How would you feel if you were sitting – and how did you enjoy watching this date? <laughs>
8: Oh, I w- I would be pissed. I would just be jealous. Of I mean, course, you're... you're stuck in a house for weeks with these like in uh, the woods women, who are just
7: you're like there's a and mall. And then you
8: come back or... with all of those bags.
7: Yeah, oh. it's like, we're in the woods. I didn't even know I mean, we were on a shopping different. excursion, Lance. <clears throat>
3: yeah. yeah, I mean because that that has to be the best date, right? I mean to yeah. be able to go on a shopping spree. It's way better than doing a fake dinner and having Toby Maxing at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I new, country,
8: new country star, Toby Mac. Yeah, I
3: mean, like, give me some Louis Vuitton. Let's do exactly.
7: It. <laughs> oh my God, I was so happy to hear Tenille Arts. Okay, yes. That's one of these, that's one of the bands. <laughs> yeah. We've we like, always like, who? Like, who? Like, it's Tenille Arts. I love Tenille Arts. <laughs> what? Okay, <laughs> so you want to go on the shopping spree.
9: Yeah.
7: Everybody wants to go on there. So then, yeah. Abigail, I feel badly for Abigail. Abigail is back at home, super disappointed. Let's be real. She got the first impression, Rose. And usually, sometimes if somebody's the front runner, they'll edit it so we don't see them for a little while. But now it's been a long while. Like, he really had a nice yeah. connection with, like, at this point, usually halfway through, if you got the first impression, Rose, and let's just say she wins. Usually by now there's some kind of something that at least put a little bit of gas in the tank again. Like, do you think Abigail's completely out of the running at this point, Ashley? Yeah,
6: yeah, yeah, yeah.
9: Mm-hmm. yeah. Sure. It's
6: weird. I don't think we've ever seen somebody who gets the first impression and then doesn't turn into a prominent character. Whether it's the villain, which happened before, yes, or yes. whether it's like the top three. It's crazy that it's just not going to come with, with Abigail, especially since I think she garnered such a, f- a fan favorite following. People
7: loved her. Anna, do you think she's yeah. out of the running?
6: I really hope not.
7: I think
2: maybe – I hope not. I just hope not. I hope well,
7: not. Well, let's talk about I the hope dinner. she gets far enough to become Bachelorette. That's what we all want. She needs. She needs a yeah. little more of a storyline. She needs a little more –
6: I know.
7: I I want her to be bachelorette. She needs a little more. Yeah. We just need him to pay it, shine a light on her like one more time. Just, just a, well, little she's a little closer. too shy. She's so cute. So he's on this date with Rachel, and he's like, "I I remember you." He's very he actually listens, or he has a good producer that reminds him of things. But he goes, "You told me that you've never been in love. Why?" Now, our listeners don't buy her story. I just want to say – and there's a lot of stuff online about – our listeners don't buy – they don't buy her backstory that she was selling last night. So they said – she's like, well, it has a lot to do with me. Even today, I feel undeserving. I think you're out of my league. I don't have confidence in myself. And I've projected and I always push people away. And he goes, well – you're not pushing me away. You're pulling me in. When I'm around you, you don't have to try to get my attention. You got it. You've never been the loudest in the room or the first to say hello. But the, and she goes, I have to be honest with you. The butterflies have not stopped. She goes, I know I'm in trouble. Um, and I know that like, I just don't want all of this to go away. And it's like, she goes, I am already, I think she's the first one to throw down with this. I am already completely. Yeah. Falling in love with you. I want to walk out of here with you. I want to start my life with you. And Matt James, halfway through the season, does what before Ben nobody had done and, like, has gotten people in trouble. He throws down and he goes, maybe we're both crazy because, Rachel, I am falling in love with you too. And I'm like, no, don't say it this early. Don't say it this early. Don't say Uh that early. Because it's yeah. scary to say, mm-hmm. it feels good to say, I am falling in love with somebody. I could see getting down on one knee, and then up comes a horse-drawn carriage and I just thought, man, but I thought that last week with Michelle. I, I, I'm boy, uh, Rachel is a front runner. I mean, look, it was a nice Yeah, I mean
3: Rachel is Michael's favorite. She was my first Ra- pick. Rachel's my favorite her.
7: too. She is. Yes. I mean, she's so boxy. Yeah, she's I know. So boxy. Yeah. yeah, you think and she's, she's normal. normal? She's normal. She's like she's uber top normal.
8: Sure. She's she doesn't have a crazy factor to her, which I feel like Matt needs somebody who's not crazy because it would overwhelm him and he'll just cry or something. So I think they're good.
6: Leaving my date, the one that I hosted, the erotica date. Uh, yes. Rachel was the only girl whose name like I really remembered and told people about afterward. Interesting. A Couple reasons why the chemistry between her and Matt was incomparable to the other girls. Just the way that he looked at her was like yes. totally
0: mm-hmm. different
6: yes. at the end of it. He was like, who, who, who are you thinking? And I'm like, oh, Rachel, Rachel is your girl. And yes. then Rachel's also the only girl. And I mean, call it, call me being a sucker for maybe being stuck up to, but uh, she was the only one that came up to me and like personally introduced herself and like had a off camera conversation with me.
7: That's interesting. all right. Well, says a lot. Well, I, I wish them well because I have to say they are very cute together, and I think that they do have cute good chemistry and he seems to really like her and um, and she you know like she's adorable. Um. So then uh, so then they're having their group date. And so she got to go shopping, and the other gals are like, you ready to shovel some shit? <laughs> 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 they threw some PA and some overalls, and they're like, well, they're out on the farm. It's a proper farm. It's farm work. And uh, M- M- uh, J, who our Jerry trainer, like that was his number one. He's very upset that she's now like, He doesn't like he doesn't want her narrative to go the way that it's going because he really likes MJ. But so she's like, I gotta get front and center. And then she tries to milk a goat, which I couldn't milk a goat. I'll be honest with you. I would fail at milking a goat. And then she got afraid of the chickens, and she got in there, and then he goes and he steals off with Piper. And that was that was a hot kiss. I know we mentioned it up top. Did anybody do did anybody remember them interacting before?
8: Like, Not really. like, ba- like a little bit. They had like a moment. Like, they had like some alone time where they like smooched, but it was like brief, and then we never heard from her again until that moment.
7: He wanted to get keep it going, which actually was like I like seeing the side of Matt. Like, yeah, this feels real. This feel like yeah. good for, he looked so handsome on that date too, mm-hmm. in his green pants and stuff. Um, and then poor Michelle, who had this great date, the teacher from Minnesota. And she went in knowing it was going to be hard. I felt for her because they really did have this great date. And and the yeah. bachelor, even if you logically understand the bachelor, I'm sure like understanding it and then putting it to practice. I know I wouldn't have an easy time. Like
9: yeah. you just have this
7: amazing date and then you see them making out like that's hard. She got teary. Ashley, did you have that experience?
6: Yeah, it's weird because we see the bachelor making out everywhere that you think that the other girls are kind of watching him make out. But that's not the case. I remember the only time that it was kind of like on display for other girls to see. He was kissing Jade, and it may have been after that Cinderella date. And we were all like, Ooh. "It's oh it's it's not a good feeling."
7: No, it's not a good feeling. Lance, could you handle that? Could you handle seeing some guy like that? You just had this great date with, then completely ignoring you, <laughs> like making out with somebody else behind a stall.
3: Oh yeah, I'm used to it. It's just- <laughs> It's just par for the course. <laughs> <laughs>
7: okay, so then um Abigail, so then they're at the cocktail party. Chelsea looked so chic in her big white coat. I want more Chelsea time. I think Chelsea's adorable. They go outside and like they have a nice little chat where she's like saying how she's so awkward around boys and he just reiterated, I'm so happy you're here. I'd like a little more Chelsea. I I he's got great women. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. like I think she's great. The woman that um, he went ATVing, Brie. Bree is great. Like, yeah, bree has been a little bit too forgotten right now,
6: but I think yeah. she's going to still get far.
7: Me too. And then there was that other one that he had a nice date with, uh, that he went like a picnic, the charcuterie. He had a nice date.
6: I think- Serena P.
7: Yes. he has. He's a good date. I mean, he's a nice guy. And he seems to like the women that are authentic. Like he seems to respond to authentic people. Um so Abigail's getting upset and she pulls him aside and she said, look, you know, I'm super excited about you. And this was this just broke my heart. She said, I'm worried that I'm going to disappoint you. Um, my dad, you know, I, I know you're here for a wife and a family. And um, there's a strong possibility that my kids would be deaf. And my birth dad walked out on my mom and my sister and I right after my sister sister's Im, ocular implant. And then he, you know. He was so gracious. He said, "If I fully open up to somebody, are they going to do the same thing?" He said, "I can relate. I had a single mom, my dad left, and not only does it not make me upset, it's like makes it even more beautiful. I-, I thought he handled it so well i'd like I'd like more I'd like more Abigail,
3: yeah, yeah, I would like that. She's just a little too shy. I think that's why she's not popping so much on the show. I know."
7: I know. And there's a lot of, I mean, like there's a lot of great contenders. I wanted the woman from Ethiopia, who's she's still around, but like I want to get to. She's the pharmacist. She's so yes. cute.
6: she's gone <laughs> next week. That's for sure. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I don't, I don't say that to be mean, but like we haven't heard her. We, she doesn't
8: talk at all.
7: No, it's crazy. Um, and then he says, "Uh, then he, then Michelle pulls him aside, and she said it is hard. Like I had feelings, and I don't know if my heart can take it." And he said. I feel what you're feeling. And she's like, that's what I thought. And then he, she goes, she goes, well, I was worrying that I misjudged the connection. And he goes, I don't think you are. And the, they have good chemistry. They like yeah. make out in a way with that. The eyes actually feel closed a little bit. Lance, mm-hmm. do you feel their chemistry?
3: Um, I mean, yeah, I do. I think there's something there. Um, I mean, I'm definitely pulling from. She's definitely one of my, my top picks for sure. I just don't know if she's going to pull them in as much as, shit.
7: Um, so then they're at the cocktail party and Matt pulls MJ aside and he was like, um, I have to be honest with you, MJ. We were at the house and I was shocked that your name came up actually as somebody that was antagonistic. And um, she was like, that hurts. I lead by example. Um, you can trust me, you know. Brittany, it just like you can trust me. I lead by example. And then MJ goes, she goes, she struts back to the group and goes, So, ladies, I like it. I was antagonistic. I, I also like, You know me. I'm soft. I'm sunny. Like, you know, nothing that says I'm not a bully. Like, screaming at a group of people, you know, like, don't call me antagonistic. I lead by example. And then Yesenia was like, well, that was actually me. I said it. You said varsity team and JV. That was – she goes, get my name out of your mouth. Um, She's like – and then she kept going, I lead by example. And that rubs me the wrong way, how you made it uncomfortable. I feel like you're deceitful. And then they set up – why can't we have a proper two-on-one? Oh, yeah. what's
9: going
6: on
7: here? Second season in a row with this lame pre-cocktail party
6: yeah. two on
11: one.
7: I know. Like Noah, Noah the nurse and Bennett. We had the gift. We I I they didn't even the only thing they had was like in unison, they wheel up their bags <laughs> and they in like rocket precision put down their bag handles and That was so funny. That was so corny. <laughs> it was so bad. How, like, how many takes do
6: you think it took?
8: oh my god honestly
6: it was probably so awkward for them like they were actually probably really fired up at each other that they probably just did it once
7: mj goes you picked the wrong girl big hair big hoops big energy yeah i felt get your popcorn ready I'm not a good fighter. Are you Are you guys good at fighting? Like, would you do well? Would you do well opposite MJ? Michael, you, you're shaking your head.
8: Oh, you, he would. I would. Oh, God. I would love to be a woman just to go on the Bachelorette. I mean, Bachelorette. Um, specifically the woman. Um, because I would just oh god, I would love to just get in fights with these girls in the You would? Holiday. What would like, you yes. how,
7: how would you handle it? Like what what would what do you like what would you love about it? What would you, you do? What?
8: I thought Eusenia handed it actually really good. I she love he breaks the fourth wall and she's like, When this comes out, you're gonna see and then looks straight into the camera like it's the yeah. office and just smiles.
7: Exactly. <laughs> she also, she's Jim and Pam just staring yes. at it.
8: She's like <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where did you even come from, Yesenia? This is the first time I've heard you speak the whole show.
7: Except for when she got into a fight with uh, Victoria, who had to go sleep on the on the couch in her fur in the lobby.
8: Oh,
9: yes. I she
7: goes, that. I am gaslit. And then MK goes, uh, MJ goes, this is embarrassing. I am embarrassed to be here. You know what I stand for. I practice harmony. Yeah. I have never been hurt in my life. And then and then she goes, you're here because of your actions, Yesenia. And Yesenia's like, actually, no. You you did this. And you're going to, you started Team Varsity and Team JV. And she goes, Yesenia, you're done. You don't know me. And she goes, I don't know you. There's three of you. There's you at the house. There's you with Matt. And there's you when the cameras are rolling. I mean, you trained her well, Michael. Yes. Your your grooming worked. And then
8: it was perfect.
7: She goes, I preach harmony. You're a liar. And then, well, Yesenia goes, well, you'll find out the truth when this airs and so will he oh that's a month ashley how did you feel about who do you think won that verbal pre-fight game
6: jesanya definitely did um but i want to go back to your prior question please mj is the kind of girl that like she scares me through the tv like i i know that like i'm not in the room with her but like i don't want to be near her it's everyone kind of has that
3: friend. Like everyone yes. knows that girl in their yeah. life. And it's for some reason, they always have big blonde curly hair for some reason, but they all they have, have the gorgeous hair. Yes. Yeah.
7: Yes.
8: It's yeah. She's not harmonious and like delicate as you. <laughs> I practice
9: peace satiety. and harmony.
7: I keep, I, you know, I practice peace and harmony. No. Ashley, did you have an ending? Like, did you have somebody that you like get into yeah. it with? And how did you, did you keep your cool?
6: Um, well, some people will say that I did. I still don't think I was ar- as articulate in the moment as I wish that I was. I had definitely chugged like half a bottle of champagne in pre in pre um, celebration of something that I should not have been celebrating um, <laughs> because I had a two on one. Yeah. So I like kind of represented the other girls against the villain of the house. Yes. And I, you know, I, I put her in her place a little bit, but for you. Yeah, I I wish that I had just, like, been a little bit more eloquent. I think just Justine did great.
7: I just want to – now, again, I wish I'd seen your season, but I've seen – like, I think you are – I just want to say you are the Cinderella. I know you're the Jasmine, but you are the Cinderella of the Bachelor franchise. I feel that we've all been rooting for you. Thanks. And I – truly. And I believe that you've been authentic, and and Jared's a great guy, and, like, you really popped out of the hole. I mean, there's been a lot of seasons, like – the, 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 your destiny, wor- it work. Thank you. A lot of uh, manifesting. It's cool. <laughs> I love that.
6: <laughs> Thank you.
7: Um, the only thing we haven't discussed is the date with Kit. We're going to take a break and we're going to talk about the date with Kit.
3: Bone Zone.
9: Let's get
0: in the bone zone, guys. Bean Dad, the dress.
9: And
7: we're back. Um, so here he is He's at his house. He came over for dinner. Kit got all teary eyed and excited. Um, and he I loved his pink sneakers. He looked really cute in his little gray outfit and his pink sneakers, and he was like zwiffering around, which is very cute. And she said that her happy place is in their kitchen with her mom. And um and she says that her mom's in fashion, she's always been in the spotlight. She's had gold Bentleys and red carpets. Now I I know her mom. I'm like, yeah. gold, uh-huh. gold Bentleys. <laughs> like, wow! I didn't I didn't know they were rolling like that. Like that's, that's I think they are rolling
6: like oh, that. That woman's rich. name is
7: everywhere.
8: Wow, she's wow. worth like a hundred million dollars. or something.
7: Yeah, is that like, true? Yeah, because right.
8: so I mean to Cynthia earth.
3: Rowley, the home goods.
7: She's Everything. so down to earth. Like she's so cool and like her
3: West Village place is amazing. Like her home in the house. West Village is amazing. She has a pool, a pool in her yard.
7: Oh, then, wow. And she but she's fun and she's like anyway, her mom's great. Her mom is great. And uh so then so she's like, "You know what? I just my mom's been so successful. I want a partner, someone who can help me Um, through falling in love. And I felt very seen by Matt. My mom was such a big success story. I was protective of myself. And it's been hard to get in touch with my emotions. I've never practiced that before. And then he says, what does life look like after this is over? And she says, tonight. And then she means like, no, it looks like tonight. And then I want simple pleasures. And then they had a kiss that was, not quite like the kiss that Piper had with him and yeah. then um, she says she was crying and she says I've had so much love in my life but I've never been able to find that with a romantic partner and um, uh, I thought it was a sweet date
3: yeah she's too young though she's I mean young. what is she 21 she's 21, yeah, she's else too- is 21. and she's if you're going to go on a show a- like this you should have already you should know your emotions by now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Before you yeah. find your husband,
6: yeah. yeah, I like I like it. I thought I that like this it. date card had getting eliminated on the date written all over it because one, it was a half a day date, so yeah. she only had a nighttime portion, yeah. and secondly, she was like, "Oh my god, he listened to me! Like he knows that my mom and I love the kitchen, and now we're gonna cook." And it just it sounded like it was doomed from the start, yeah. but it yeah. turned out good. And I think she'll be around for a little bit longer. But me boy. too.
3: Again, she'll be perfect for uh, paradise. Oh,
9: perfect! Perfect for,
7: perfect for paradise. Um, yeah, I think she's still in, in undergrad. That's that's young. I, when yes, I picture young. when I picture myself at twenty one, like going through this experience. Even if I picture myself now, that if I didn't have like all my people that I could bounce off, if I got like thrown or if I got in an altercation with somebody, if I couldn't go talk to my steady Eddies like by yourself with no internet nobody to call like that's that would be hard and it would be hard at 21 that's young (laughs) well overall before we do will you guys help me pick the tweet of the week
9: um
7: overall who do you think are going to be top three like who do you think is going to win top three and then who do you think is going to be the next bachelorette i will start with michael Michael. Oh,
8: top three! God, I mean, can,
7: who's going to win I'm, and who's the top three? I think
8: Rachel's winning. I mean, she's been my number one pick from the yes, game. yes. So, like, I'm kind of all in. I'm. I mean, I, I, I the chemistry with Michelle was like I didn't see him like that with any other woman, really. I mean, he yep. seemed really into her. Yeah. Um. So, I think Michelle's going to go a long way, and then the third. I don't know. It's a toss-up. It really could just be anyone. Because, like, there's so much, like, like, Piper, he started smooching like he was in love with her. And I'm like, but, like, where does she come from? So, like, literally, like, a lady I've never seen can just pop up next week. And I'll be like, oh, you're here. I guess he's going to pick you. Okay. But Rachel. Rachel all the way.
7: And who's going to be the next Bachelorette?
8: <laughs> MJ. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like MJ would be if the Bachelorette
3: was, like, on VH1. MJ yes. Would be the yeah. Yeah.
7: All right, Lance, top three and bachelorette.
3: Um let's see. Well, I don't really have a top three, but top two. I, I was really pulling for what's her name we were just talking about, the does 21-year-old. Uh, Kit. 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 Oh Kit. Uh, Kit. Kit, yes. I was pulling for Kit from day one because I just I thought she was cool and like that's the kind of girl I think I would like. Um and then, but then your girl, is Rachel. Rachel, I think, is is definitely gonna win this whole thing.
7: Okay. All right, Ashley, top three and Bachelorette. Rachel wins um, with Brie
6: and Michelle being the other top three. And Bachelorette, I think they'll want it to be Abigail. Me too. And we'll see if that actually, she gets far far enough.
9: Yeah. I I
7: completely, I actually agree. I think. Rachel wins, and I agree. I think Bree and I think Bree and Michelle, and I think as long as Abigail can get to hometowns, mm-hmm. if Abigail can get to top four, mm-hmm. then Abigail will be our bachelorette. Yeah. Doctor Banana, how do you feel?
2: I think top three would be Rachel, Abigail, and Bree. Interesting. I think Bree. No. God, it's I think Bree may win. I think she might be a you know, an underdog in the end. And then Abigail for bachelorette just cuz I I think she would be a great bachelorette.
10: Katie, I feel like every episode there's like a new top 3 because yes. every single episode there just seems to be some new girl that he really connects with, but I do feel like Rachel, he has a good connection with Michelle and then I mean, after that kiss with Piper, like Piper is up there for me. But I still feel like Bree and Abigail could have a shot, especially because he gave Abigail the um, group rose. I honestly don't know if I can choose three. I really don't. It's just so hard to tell. Who is your bachelorette? I would love for it to be Abigail.
7: Um, well, you guys can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Katie and Anna, get ready. We just get the sweetest email. This is from Diane Watson. The subject line is remember 2016. <laughs> um, dear Arden, Anna, Katie, Padgett, Rob, and all the other lovely guests. I have listened to your podcast for a few years now despite living in Scotland and being unable to actually watch the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise franchises. However, I love you and all your guests and find your insight hilarious. Imagine my excitement when I recently discovered all past seasons of all three franchises newly added to a well-known streaming service here in the UK. So, of course, what else to do in a pandemic but binge them all and then re-listen to all of your podcasts from the beginning? I have just finished JoJo season, and I'm starting BIP season three. OMG! I now know all about Chad's whistling, and I can see Robbie's falcon hair for myself all set with the backdrop of the beautiful Nemecol and Woods Resorts. I cannot tell you what joy this brings to me. And I could only think of sharing these snippets with you all and reminding you of the seasons and podcasts gone by. I love listening to your old podcast episodes and hearing you introducing all these now regular guests to each other, knowing how close that they will all become. Keep up the Lord's work. Lots of love and stay safe. Wishes, Diane. How Wonderful. Diane, what an email. I love that you've just,
10: that you've never seen the Falcon. Katie, you're leaning forward. What do you have to say to that? I think it is, it must be really fun to go back and listen and be hearing like, Jerry Trader, this is Paget. <laughs> right. Like, oh, now they're on together all the time.
7: That I know you're good. right. Like even like Rob and like how the pairings mm-hmm. of these people that quite honestly... There's no one in here that I knew that well at the beginning. Only yeah. Steve Heitner. Steve Heitner's the only old friend of mine that I brought in that I knew. I, everybody was an acquaintance at best. Yeah. And this podcast has been like the friendship maker and the group friend maker. Mm-hmm. That's I so mean, even fun. Just, like <laughs> Doug. Doug didn't come until last fall, and he feels like he's been here for years now. And Jerry wasn't here till last yeah. year. Anna. Anna, what do you think of that? It's
2: pretty cool. Like. And it's also like going back and seeing what we were like. We were so fresh. We didn't know. And now we're seasoned veterans. Oh, my God. We've lived through all of it.
7: We've lived through all of it. Um. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here's – we also – we love when you guys we, – we're up to 1.2 – uh, stars on like one thousand point two stars on uh, iTunes. So we love if you go on Apple Podcasts if you've never reviewed us before. We would really appreciate that. Here's a new review. This is five stars from The Assassin. If QVC sold podcasts, will you accept this rose? Is a mix of falling in love at first sight with the first party city model you see at the bar, including Maya Angelou, while stealing makeup from a Publix in Florida. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll want to kiss Jerry Trainer. Is that? N- <laughs> Nailed it. Here's one that was sort of troubling to me. And look, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but this was a two-star review from MZ and MZ. I don't like Arden, but most of the hosts and guests are funny, especially the male comedians. Arden is obnoxious and constantly interrupts everyone else. She'll also take the side of who she's friends with, Kit and her mom, over what is right. She has zero empathy except for the mean girls on the show, Kit, MJ, Serena C., Jasenia, and obviously Victoria and Anna. She's always on the wrong side. I wish she wasn't the host. Wow. I don't – where Wait, to begin? Is
10: she saying that you're like defending like
7: <laughs> Apparently this girls?
10: This person thinks that, that I'm def- – I, I when
7: I read that, I just think, are you even listening to the same podcast? And then it's hard to take personally anybody that just generally prefers men over women as yeah. a ba- – like so you don't want to hear Paget. You don't want to hear – you don't want to hear Lacey. You don't want to hear Lauren Lopkiss. Like that's what you start with. Like And you start fuck? with I'm obnoxious. Like <laughs> Well, by the way, point. there's also like seven people always on here every podcast. And so you need somebody conducting the train. And sometimes you do have to interrupt just to get it under four and a half hours because everybody's <laughs> passionate about it. I'm gonna have to say well i am the host of this podcast so maybe you should go listen to another one
2: yeah this this review that's a no for me okay (laughs) i don't think so
7: i don't think i don't think so honey i don't think so honey yeah well i'm sorry you only like men and for that reason i'm gonna this shark is out i'm out (laughs) you guys Tweet of the week. If you want to participate in Tweet of the week, tweet by midnight, Monday night, Pacific time to myself or Anna Hosnier. My last name is spelled Marine, M-Y-R-I-N. Anna Hosnier, H-O-S-S-N-I-E-H, and do hashtag W-Y-A-T-R. Here's the name of the game. I'm going to read you seven. We're going to narrow it down to two and then we're going to pick the winner. All right. Here we go. This one is by Jenny Hunt at Venezuela. Every mat in the entire world just dodged a bullet in an ill-fitting bra. That's good. <laughs> There you go. That's, like a good one. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. This is from Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. I'm always playful, never malicious, will be a great tagline for Victoria's eventual stint on Real Housewives of Tallahassee County Jail. That's <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, a good one. I like it. It's very visual. I like it.
7: I like it. This is from Bachelor Boyfriend <laughs> at Bachelor Boyfriend 3. I'm ready for the one on one date where they shovel shit, and the group date where everyone goes shopping. (laughs)
9: <laughs>
2: good. They're all good. They're all good.
7: This is from Cheyenne Constant at Trixie Firecracker. They have all this free time and all this free space. And you know, we get these two on one chats instead of a proper two on one date. Like, get some balls and abandon one of them in the woods. Lee <laughs> might be there. We haven't seen them in years. <laughs> that would be good. Okay. This is from Mother of Pearl at Burlesque Baker. I'm so relieved the producers didn't send Brittany on the pretty woman date. Although you might say it was a big mistake, perhaps huge. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, wow. I like it. <laughs> that one's good. Is that, is that number five? That was number five. Okay, okay, then we have two more. This is number six. This is from Batch Lawyerette at Batch Lawyerette. This is an MJ quote. I lead by example. I preach peace and harmony, you fucking blue romper bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, this is from Seth Vatt at Bassbone One. Victoria better calm down or her boobs are gonna pop back into her dress. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're gonna not. We're gonna narrow it down to two. What do we like? Every Matt in the world dodged a bra. I like
3: two, One, two, and six are like really good to me.
7: One, two, and five are mine. All right, so I guess it's one and two. I guess we do one and two.
3: Okay.
9: All Those right. Since
7: that since that was the uh, that was the unanimous unanimous part of this. Okay. Here we go. Down to these two. Jenny Hunt at Venezuela. Every mat in the entire world just dodged a bullet in an ill-fitting bra. (laughs) And Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. I'm always playful, never malicious. Would be a great tagline for Victoria's eventual stint of Real Housewives of Tallahassee County Jail. One or two. Miss Ashley. I think two. Even though my initial gut was one. I love this for you.
6: Lance, one or two.
3: I like the simplicity of one, but two. I mean, it really painted a picture for me.
7: I see it. Yeah. I just see her going like this, <laughs> yes,
9: <I see> <laughs>
3: yeah.
7: with like a Publix bag hanging, yes. like holding like a Wet and Wild eyeliner. Um, okay, all right. Um, Michael.
8: Yes, I mean personally, my favorite was the MDJ bitch one, but I'm gonna, um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm going to uh, pick two as well.
7: Okay, all right, Anna.
2: Yeah, I think I'm gonna go Rural House of Tallahassee County Jail.
10: Okay, Katie. Yeah, that one as well. Oh my God!
7: Mm-hmm. Right, unanimous. Let's make it unanimous. Rebecca Feeney at Feeney. I'm always playful, never malicious. Would be a great tagline for Victoria's eventual stint on Real Housewives of Tallahassee County Jail. You win, Actually. Where can people find you? What would you like to promote, my friend? Thank you so much for doing this podcast.
6: Oh, I love doing this podcast. It's so much fun. You guys can listen to apparently the Harvard edition of it, which <laughs> is not always like this I like I like this um this community college. Thank it's really you so- fun to mix it up. Well and come here. You're but, excellent at it. Oh, thanks. But yeah, if you want to listen to my other podcast to recap The Bachelor, that is Almost Famous. I have a girl talk podcast called I Don't Get
7: It. And um yeah, follow me on Instagram at Ashley underscore IGannetti. I did almost famous. It's so great. She and Ben are so lovely. You all like if you're not listening to that, you should be. And uh Thank it's you. it's great. Um Lance, what would you like to promote?
3: Um, it's weird promoting anything right now cause we've been <laughs> not working forever. Uh, but yeah, uh, you can catch me on the Lance Bass show where you get your podcasts and, uh, Announcing in a week or two, Nick Carter and myself are announcing our new podcast. Oh
6: hey my god. god! You just announced it here. That's, That's so exciting. cool! Yeah,
3: Breaking
7: that, news. I, Spoiler uh, alert.
3: We yes, have uh, a. It's really yeah. It, I think you'll like it. It's funny. Um, it's kind of needed right now. I think in the world, and it'll it'll be fun.
7: And you can catch Lance and I on Amazing Race 2022. That's uh, right. The adult diaper. <laughs> uh, Michael, where can people find you? What would you like to promote?
8: Well, you know, I'm just promoting myself. and I got nothing to promote. No, my art. You can just follow me on Instagram. I post most of my stuff at Michael Churchin Art. And yeah.
7: My book, Little Miss Little Compton, is available uh, in hardcover. It's available, you can get it on a Kindle. There's an audiobook. They just picked it up from doing a paperback. So hopefully... When the paperback comes out, hopefully the world will be open and I can go on tour, which I wasn't able to do. So uh, you can get that. And I'm on Instagram at artemarine, M-Y-R-I-N. And Anna and I have our uh, Patreon where we're doing uh, – we're, we're almost finished with Bachelor in New Zealand. We'll be doing Bachelor in Paradise Australia, which is a joy. We'll be doing that. Um, Anna, anything you want to promote?
2: Uh, yeah, just keep the tweets
7: of the week's coming at Anna Hosniay on Twitter. By the way, the dogs are very on brand for our podcast. We are all animal, animal. Here. Um, Katie, Katie, what would you like to promote?
10: I am Katie underscore money on Twitter and Instagram, and it's cold out right now. So if you have any gently used or new blankets, hats, jackets, anything that could help keep people warm, please donate it to your local shelter for those in need.
7: Well, you guys, stay safe, wear a mask, have some fun, be nice to one another, and we will be back next week for another edition of Where's Up This Rose? Bye. Mm, bye! 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 Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you
8: tonight. feel so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this rose?
3: Will accept this rose into
9: your world? Uh, oh, uh, will uh, you accept this rose into your world? Uh,
7: will you accept this rose as a production of iHeartRadio? For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
0: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart.